0: Hello, everybody.
1: This is Scott and Mike. And Mike tells it like it is, 2022. And we would like to congratulate everybody that might have been on the I-95 in Virginia. Hopefully you made it home in one piece after being stranded all night. Mike, aren't you glad you're not in Virginia last night?
0: Oh, (laughs) I am so glad about that. Yes, I made it home in one piece. Thank God for that.
1: (laughs) I've been in Bumper to bumper traffic, but I would not want to be stuck in traffic
0: 30 hours or close to it. <laughs> that, oh, what a nightmare. Oh, that's the, go- that's the gospel there. Tell you what, you got to bring a couple of cans with you. Coffee cans. Two yeah. extra rolls of toilet paper, stick them in your trunk somewhere. Yeah.
1: And always keep something warm in your car.
0: <laughs> I'm sure everybody can, put a little, water. everybody can put a little package together. You have these uh, hurricane uh, packages. All you need is water, and it heats up a meal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you can put things together. Put it in your trunk. Just don't touch it. Yeah. And when Mother Nature traps you in like a wet rat again, you're ready to go.
1: That's amazing that some tractor trailers had an accident, and it caused that whole 50 miles to shut down, and All those people got stranded for overnight in the cold. I mean, they weren't expecting that much snow, and they got afoot all of a sudden. And and it's just really, um, it's frightening. It could happen anywhere, you know?
0: No, it's true. It can happen anywhere. But, um, you know, like I said, people need to stock a couple coffee cans and stuff like that. And you got to take a peek, whatever, just do it.
1: There's one guy, his name is Seb Lancaster. He's a 21-year-old film and television student at Boston University. He was on his way to visit his father in Connecticut with his twin sister, her boyfriend, and his dog when they got on the interstate and found themselves stuck, forcing them to spend the night trapped in a frigid vehicle. And he said, my parents are immunocompromised, and I assumed road travel would be safer than Omicron omicron flights (laughs) i don't think spelled that right but anyway um he said referring to the highly transmissible covid 19 variant he was frustrated with what he described as the lack of communication and vague statements coming from transportation officials and get this mike how would you like to be on the phone for two and a half hours on hold to speak to a representative to find out any kind of information when you're stranded on this highway And you see an emergency worker, and you ask him for information, and he says, "Does it look like I know?" Oh my
0: God! I don't (laughs) have—I wouldn't have that many patients to be on the phone two and a half hours.
1: I know. And he said, "Well, I hope you know, officer." You know, it's like. But Lancaster said he entered the traffic jam just after 3 p.m. on Monday, when there was little movement for a while, allowing drivers to edge forward. And then around went 11 at night, of course. It's getting cold by then. It came to a standstill. Hmm. And passengers were trapped in the vehicles for hours. That's, that's just like, I can't even imagine a worse situation. than I mean, being in all that snow
0: and... I can't even visualize that. I know. You yeah.
1: know? And having people in the car that are, you know, freezing and their immune system's not up to par and... And you can't find out what's going on why everybody There's like cars as far as you can see in both directions
0: yeah that would definitely suck it really would but yeah. uh you know that's why i always said in my car there's always a spare of everything like two gallons of water you got four rolls of toilet paper <laughs> i'm not going to be stuck anywhere yeah i got some hot meals All you got to do is add water to it and I got got thick blankets, so
1: that's good. They, They say in this article that while some motorists abandoned their vehicles, others faced a dire situation as they ran out of gas and had no access to food or water. So it really does pay to have supplies like you're talking about in your car, just in case.
0: Almost oh, definitely. When you know it's snow season, you stay on top of your gas for sure. Yeah. But it doesn't do good for those on fixed incomes, let me tell you. You know. For sure. I mean let's face it, the gas the gas for uh, gas price right now, tremendously out of the ballpark.
1: Well, I'm sure glad I don't live in California anymore. I hear they're paying over seven bucks a gallon out loud that's yeah. insane
0: yes that would definitely be insane for sure i agree with you but um yeah it pays not to live in a lot of places i believe new york's another one that's about six dollars oh, yeah. or so a gallon yeah so there's a yeah. lot of lot of places it doesn't pay to um to live because of that reason uh, yeah. Now I will say, when Trump was in office, he got the he got the price for the barrel of oil way down,
1: lower than it's ever been since I can
0: remember. Yes, he, but when Biden took over, he undid everything good that Trump did for us. Yeah, the
1: first thing was closing that pipeline construction down. It's like we that pipeline would be helpful to us.
0: Yeah, you would think that, right?
1: Besides all the jobs that he people lost their jobs and it's like why was that like the very first thing you wanted to do was he had his eye on that it's
0: like <laughs> I say it's a power trip. Yeah. Well, Scott, you know what? It's that time again where we're gonna say yeah adios to all of our listeners. With that being said. On behalf of Scott and myself, remember, good night, America, and around the world. Until next podcast, I'm Michael D.
1: God bless it. Good night.
0: Good night, everybody, and God bless.